Hey, we got to get on that mind pump for him. We got to get I'm, on before. I, I I'm heard, calling right now. I heard that Doug is going to limit people, so get on before it's too late. I'm, that's what I'm doing. Okay. I'm calling right now. Right, call. Well, hello. Welcome to Justin's Fancy Fitness Online. Did you call the forum? Is this is this the mind pump forum? Because we want to sign up. We want to pay some money and sign up. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the mind pump forum. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, we, we answer a lot of your questions. So tell uh, what what, ex- what exactly do you guys do on here? Right, I, I, I it sounds like it's a great community of people. Well, oh yeah, we give a lot of advice and real specific videos about getting hard, and we also like to you know open people's minds up to concepts and uh, give real detailed information. Uh, what do you mean by get hard? That sounds interesting. That's weird. So so. Uh, well, Go ahead. You know, that's like what everybody wants to do. That's, you know, yeah, lose fat and, uh, you know, get in shape and, you know, also uh, be extremely sexy. Oh, okay. Um, I like that. I heard that if we get on there, uh, that throughout the day, we will be able to converse sometimes with uh, Adam, Sal, and Justin, the hosts of Mind Pump. Um, do we get to oh, see yeah. them? Do we get to see them on there? Oh, yeah. You'll get to see those guys in full view. You'll get to see them from like, underneath angles like finishing angles you know like tag team angles all that kind of stuff oh, uh, okay um uh, well uh this forum sounds different this is different than what we thought so what about like advice like fitness advice can we post like hey here's my macros and uh you know here's what my results oh, are right. do, you guys, do you guys recommend anything is it, do you guys do that kind of stuff too like how many calories are <laughs> seen like stuff like that wait 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 Real- Wait, information. calories and what? What did, what did you say? Calories? Uh, did you say calories and seaweed? You know, in, in, in seaweed, you oh, know, seaweed. stuff like that. Like people are really interested in eating healthy these days. I could have sworn so, he said semen. I thought he did too. I like to throw it in there. Okay. No, no, I, I totally wouldn't say something like that. Okay. What about like if I did a workout and I, I wanted someone to check my form, could I post a video of myself on the form so people could check my form? Oh, yeah. Oh, people love that. People love it when you... You do exercises by yourself in the room. Just make sure the lighting's right. You know, feel free to spray yourself down with something first. Uh, you help sell it, like uh, water or oil. It helps me sell it too. Hold on a second. Uh, you're not the mind pump forum, are you? What? You're not. Oh yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, guys, guys. I'm the mind pump forum. So hold on. I'm so- all that- so hold on a second. Let me just clarify. You, you're, what you're saying is yeah. you're the Mind Pump Forum, the one that you can find on mindpumpmedia.com. We could get yeah. access. We could get access for $27 for life and get oh, all kinds every of time. awesome information, work with the community mm-hmm. there, lots of trainers on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm, this this I'm, guy sounds familiar. You say, he sounds weird. I'm hanging he up. He sounds familiar. I'm, are you that guy that, from what? the sex line? Are you the sex line guy? No, no, you guys got somebody else. I don't know who you're talking about. All right, I'm hanging up, dude. I'm hanging up. I'm signing up. No, so uh, let's go to let's just go to mindpumpmedia.com. Do it online. It's easier Forget that way. Calling them, huh? Twenty-seven dollars lifetime access to a forum. You don't have to buy anything else. Where do you go? Mindpumpmedia.com. Mindpumpmedia.com. Let's get on there. All right. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. All I need to meet now is Sean Connery and the Queen, and I've met like everyone on my bucket list. And this girl tweeted 
I've met Sean Connery. And it was this, the picture of this redhead, blue eyes. Still got it on my phone. Random. And I was like, boom, that's there it. it. That's it. And God then, gave you a tsunami. Totally gave <laughs> you a tsunami. But then when I met her, she was like, um, so how tall are you? And I was like, well, I'm about, I'm at six, six. He's rounded up. Yeah, like from five foot 11, like right on up. She's like, oh, I'm really, you know, you seem like a really nice guy, but I didn't, I didn't date guys. And I was like, excuse me? Height doesn't count when you're lying down. <laughs> so, uh, and fast forward five years, one date, one night in my room, five days, didn't leave, came out, got engaged. Boom. Yeah. Wow. Sealed the deal, my man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, that is Atta it. Boy. Sorry, darling, yeah. but that's a fact. You know, that's a fact. <laughs> um, although on he the wedding day, Jedi she powers. wore converses so that she'd be shorter. And I wore Simon Cowell five inch lifts <laughs> in my <laughs> shoes. So I'm like, well, she's like you look That's a lot right. taller today. It's like, it's the wedding. It gives me lift. <laughs> you should see me tonight. So um, so how, how many hours of sleep uh, do you get every night? Five. <laughs> That's a few, yeah, yeah. Lots of energy. Lots That's of energy. A lot. And yeah. you work a lot. Yeah, yeah I, sure. I work 10 hours a day, seven days a week. Now how, now, how is that being, you know, because we're, I'm married and, you know, Justin's married and, you know, Adam's in a relationship. It's difficult. Yeah, Adam it's, it's almost stopped me from getting married. Uh, so you guys had a show once and Justin or, or Sal brought up the story about a rock in a jar. Oh, remember that that's, episode? Yes. That's and, Adam, and, yeah. and Adam was like, have you ever heard the story about the rock in the jar? <laughs> and I was, I, I was listening to it in the car, in the back of the car. And my wife was like, what are you, what are you smiling about? And I was like, I'm yeah. such a mind pump. And she was like, oh, okay. And then she went, why, why, you, why have you stopped smiling? What's what's going on? And I was like, so I think I think Adam's just uh, yeah. he's, he's poo pooed our entire wedding plans. Um, not Until Sal that. came back with the statistics, he totally did. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, hold on, hold on, he's carrying on, yeah. he's carrying on. Talking. Statistically, uh, we win. Yeah, and I like that. Long term thinkers. Yeah. You know what I realized though? So I got I got to correct that. I got to correct that statistic. Sorry, buddy. You got married. <laughs> oh, no. I know. It's too late. Uh, uh, they lump late. all single guys in that category, and then all married guys. Well. All the single guys, like there's a lot of guys that don't get laid at all. So they must True. take that statistic way down. That's a good point. But if you're like a good looking dude. I mean, dude, there is World of Warcraft. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, you you're, if you're like a good looking dude, pretty successful and you're single. You do okay. You're probably doing it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Let alone if you run beauty pageants and travel the world. Right, right. Let's right. go ahead and yeah, ignore it's that. pretty good. Uh, um, being married is amazing. My wife isn't a massive supporter. She is. She's my biggest cheerleader and she's 100% on me. But like you were saying like she calls me on shit like she'll be like why are you still up and i'm like well I'm, I'm writing my third book and i'm i've got i've got to work on the podcast and i've got to get this thing done for venue me and i've got to get this thing sorted out and she's like okay it's bullshit you just you're just running you're just throwing things in the air mm. stop let's let's have a date night let's you know get so for his 35th birthday mind pump listener keep, keep talking about the benefits of, of marijuana and she's like <laughs> yes. i'm turning 35 i've never done marijuana what yes. and i was like really babe and she's like no no and i was like i've got a plan it's like we we booked the penthouse of this hotel. It's got a jacuzzi on the roof, and it's where they wrote the song called "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds," which is this massive Beatles hit, I think it was. Oh, and they're all high off their face, and they're yeah. looking up. And I got a pot brownies from Amsterdam. So <laughs> awesome! It was amazing, absolutely Whoa. amazing. And she was totally relaxed. And the next day, I was relaxed. I didn't work for I think two days after that. And she was like, "Isn't this what you work for?" And I was like, yeah, like, is this what a normal person gets? Like two solid days of just no work, no social media, no phone or nothing. And she was like, yep, this, what? this is it. Wait a minute. She took a brownie for the first time. Four brownies. Dude. Wow. 
great sex. It was amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> yeah. Bro. That's like a champ. It was right like there. my birthday. Yeah. It was the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, uh, like, oh, another babe. fucking tsunami for you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I know, that is. Wave that's, off that's the a lightning bolt. Night. So, yeah. do, you, so are, do you ever see yourself in the future getting back in the fitness industry, or do you just like to watch it from a distance? Because it's um, a crazy industry. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mad. Um, so, because, okay, so because my dad is a bodybuilder and, you know, has been since the 60s. And and our family's only got like three things that we all love. So we all love gym. We all love fighting, like any form of fighting. My grandfather was the first South African to get a black belt in judo um, and UFC and that whole sort of world. Um, so there's always that connection. And I have a I have a company in South Africa, which is invested in something called Cryolipolysis. And we're in five major hotels as well as the Amani Spa. Um, and that's kind of a connection. And we link that with, with a training and bizarrely, I've been getting people to go on maps because I'm like, if you're going to do a training program, don't even bother with anyone else. Follow this Fantastic. one. Absolutely. Thank you. A free, free go. Yeah. It's <laughs> it, it is the best system I've ever used. In fact, I, was, I told you, I even talked about it with like Jim Stepani and I talked about it with, um, uh, I, I try to talk to about, there's this guy that we met at, at Body Power. Anyway, I was telling him how great it worked out. And I was really impressed that, so we kind of pushing towards that, but I, I haven't found anything. I haven't, I think it's one of those things where, you know, Steve Jobs said, if you can't be first, be better, right? And I think if I hadn't gone on your program, if I hadn't tried that, if I hadn't, if that didn't work, if, I, if you guys didn't, wouldn't just do a great job of what you were doing, I might start thinking, what about something in that arena? You know, maybe my dad could talk about the way they used to train in the 50s and 60s with calisthenics, all the calisthenics is based now again. Or maybe I'd try and take on that whole CrossFit kind of concept of, right. of taking an old school concept and making it quicker and faster for today's super fast paced generation. Mm-hmm. Or you know, like I've done, the, 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 the diet that I'm on, the Eskimo diet, comes from an episode you guys did where you mm. said, you know what we should do? We should do like a bullshit diet and call it like the Eskimo diet. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, I wonder if that'll work. So I hashtag the Eskimo mm. diet. Mm, blubber. And I've got like 7,000 followers Whoa. who keep writing to me being like, so this Eskimo diet thing, Are you kidding me right now? 100%. And then I did, um, oh, what's it called? The app. Um, Fitness Pal, on my fitness my, pal. My, yeah, and and I've shown like a, a ten pound drop in weight in two in two weeks. But like you called me on Facebook, you're like, are you just using a ketogenic diet? And I was like, yeah, that's that's all. I'm yeah. Doing. yeah, yeah, um, that's all it is, yeah. <laughs> well, but, no, because ketogenic is how Eskimos eat. Right. Lots 100%. of fat, very moderate, low protein, no carbohydrates. But you put a name on. But it, you man. call it the Eskimo call diet. Call it the Eskimo diet. God, you got some followers. Damn it, he took my our idea that but we should have. Like, I, I totally, I warned you, I pre warned you. I was like, guys, I just want to warn you now. I'm going to take something that you've used. You don't seem to want to move on with it. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just Shame on you. You're like, uh, I gave him, I gave him 15 episodes. Yeah, a lot of episodes. Something with that, <laughs> like it's brilliant. Um, so yeah, so that's been a, a the only thing that I would probably move into is I'd kind of look at that that option because it is so e- not easy, but it it is so obvious, I suppose. And you kind of think, well, slap a name on it. Well, you know, with, with fitness for me, it's like uh, you know because I've I've been in it professionally for since I was eighteen years old, and to see the evolution, and then to step out of kind of you know because I used to be into the bodybuilding magazines, the mm. fitness magazines, manage gyms. Then I came out of it, owned my own facility, got into wellness, started learning that aspect. So I got out of the commercial fitness industry in the sense of I wasn't paying attention to social media. Mm. I wasn't reading the new stuff. I was listening. You know, I'd, I'd hear things at CrossFit and I'd understand it and study it and that was it. And then Adam got me to get on social media and I get on there and I'm looking at all these like fitness <laughs> celebrities, quote unquote. Shucksters. And I'm reading. Everywhere. 
And I'm reading what they're saying and what they're doing. And I'm like, they, this can't be real. Yeah. Is this guy really telling people to wear a corset and calling it a squeam? Oh, man. Is this, are they really telling people to do these exercises on the machines that don't exist? Is this really happening? It has taken a left turn. Yeah. And uh, I'm happy we're here to squeeze it over the right a little bit. Oh, no, for sure. No, for sure. Regulate. Did you guys, the the bro science, I'd never heard that expression until I listened to Mind Pump. Oh, no, it's not ours. No, it's not ours. ours. That's like a I wish it was ours. There's a guy, actually, you'll like it if uh, you've never heard it, then uh, you look at him at YouTube, YouTube uh, bro science, and uh, what's his name comes up? What's his his name and runs the channel? He's got like, uh, I think, 10 million followers, and he does, it's a lot of parodies he does, and and they're hilarious, and it's, all the bro science stuff. Well, they're, they're kind of funny. They're funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think they're hilarious. Oh, I'm going to be on that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah no, you'll nice. you'll you'll like it. They're, they're they're hilarious, and I mean, he comes out with material literally every week. So every week, there's a new video that he does, and you know, there's like us, there's no topic that's safe, but he just he's purely comedy. There's no, yeah, yeah. he doesn't give you any science or education behind it, but he does do he mocks a lot of things that are out there that people are, are promoting or it's interesting because bro science supposedly comes from experience right like this 100%. is what works this is what works we, for me yeah. so, but the original bro science when it comes to you know especially lifting weights was like that it's when you know anabolics came in in the fray mm. it's when supplement companies started getting big that the bro science started becoming not based on experience it was based mm. on bullshit it was how can we sell more products it was what works for me and my you know my genetic body with all mm. my with all these drugs that i'm giving myself but if you go back far enough and you look at how the guys worked out you know like 1920 1910 mm. you know maybe even 1930 before they started doing that stuff uh it's all legit i mean they used to do legit stuff like they'd want to gain weight and get stronger what would they recommend a high cholesterol diet and and lo and behold that works that, yeah, that yeah. gets people stronger so Fighting has a lot of that too, though. Like you talk about old, like the boxers and the old, the ways that they train. I know you're into fighting, mm. um, you know, and what they would do to get tougher, you know, how they would toughen their hands and Absolutely. soak them in, you know, I think it was gasoline or yeah. brine. Or Masayama whatever. used to yes. put um, sake and he'd put his fist in sake every single night, then punch a tree until the tree came down. The tree came down and he wouldn't go home. Like that was a big thing. Right. Right, so that's bro science and fighting, yeah. but, a lot, but it's all backed by like what actually worked. What, in those what days. the time? Yeah, but I'm, I'm surprised by how many guys in your vein have have stopped the bullshit, like R- Rich Piana. Like I had a full conversation with him, and I was like, "How the hell?" And he was like, "Do you know how much drugs I'm on?" Like, have you yeah, had any yeah, idea? And I was like, "Wow, thanks for calling it." And he was like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "I take a shitload of steroids." And then I was like, "But your flexibility?" And he's like, "Oh, that's just genetics." He's like, "That's not." I could say it was a product. I could say that it allows me to kick you know seven foot up in the air but i'm on so much growth hormone it's ridiculous <laughs> like, that's why that's why i like i like i like rich the fact that he yeah. just keeps it real people ask me all the time yeah, there's yeah. actually nothing wrong with you're gonna do what you're gonna do to your body i don't care well, just don't we're... lie about it come yeah, on that's, that's how we all feel yeah. we've always said that that you know to each their own and we don't i mean i'm not gonna I, and i love the fact that he's like that you know mm. a lot of people don't because he's coming out and saying things like that and people think that he's promoting something i'm like no nah, bullshit i think it's better than all these other people that are are promoting the opposite and not putting putting it out there what's really going on promoting it's like some supplement that's made him look like that. It's like, come on, bro. We mm. both know that. Come on. You and I know that. But I mean, everybody else that's paying attention really thinks that. That just like I did as a kid when I was yeah. 15, 16 years old, I went, ran out and bought my yeah. cell tech. It's and like Hulk Hogan. Uh, oh, you eat your vitamins, kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah God, what kind yeah. of vitamins? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get some of those. Vitamin D ball. Yeah. Vitamin D ball. Uh, yeah, vitamin D ball. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, the, the fitness industry's got to be just when you look at it from the outside now, it's got to be crazy. It's mad. Yeah. And it hasn't had the big disruptors that the, the tech industry's had. 
You haven't had an Uber for the fitness industry yet. You haven't had a, an Airbnb for the fitness right. industry. No, yet. We're, fitness. We're considering that because yeah, it hasn't really come to this one specific company, and nobody's gotten no. that big in this industry. Okay, so you think about what has been the biggest, and, and this is a good one for Sal. Let's test the IQ mm. in the room. Oh shit! What has been the Damn. biggest disruptor in fitness in the last hundred years? In the last one hundred years? Yeah, biggest disruptor. I'll, I'll even go fifty years. EFT memberships. Yeah, well, uh, EFT memberships created the big box gyms. That's yeah. a good one. Women, women working women. out in gyms. A hundred. Yes. Nobody. I'll agree with that. Women did not work out in gyms at all. Gyms did not advertise to them, no. and the first people that realized, like, holy shit, we're missing half the market, seventy like percent yeah. increase and, in sales, and women are just as interested in, in changing how they look and feel as that men the, are. That was the same time of the evolution of machines, and that machines came out. You know, uh, Arthur Jones made some amazing, you know, Nautilus equipment and, uh, for machines that you know they were pretty pretty revolutionary. And some of the first some of the first machines, Joe Gold, I believe, built in his Gold's Gym. A lot of his equipment, yeah. the original Venice Beach Gold's Gym was equipment that he just made himself. And those were kind of the pioneers. But yeah, once gyms realized that they could get women in there, you look at the fitness industry now, it is dominated by women. 100%. It is not dominated by men. Well, fiscally speaking, they believe the biggest jump in fitness ever came with Jane Fonda's workout video. And that's women. 100% women. Wait, hold on a second. I was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. No, yeah. And they were like, but it, it took fitness and brought it straight to your home. Right. And yeah. people were going, well, I, well, I can work out at home. I can look like Jane Fonda and all I got to do is, you know, jumping jacks. And then it was the time. gazelle. <laughs> Boom. And then the products came. Yeah. You know, then yeah. it was the thigh. No, machine. you know what's okay. funny about it? That's one of the, the, the most successful fitness individuals that has ever been a part of anything fitness related. And he got his fortune from bison. No. Yeah, from selling bison. It wasn't from the gazelles. Oh, you're talking about Tony Little? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah, guy yeah. was weird. He was so, strange. Very weird. You know the number one smart selling- Smart guy. You know what the number one selling product, uh, like TV product of all time was? Oh, wait, wait, wait. You yeah. were just talking about it. The, the Thighmaster. Thigh, oh, the Thighmaster. The Thighmaster. One of the number one selling products on TV <sighs> that ever. good. Uh, well, then, spring. Yeah, but well, that reminds me just of the TED Talk I just recently watched. And he, he was ranking the like the four most important things for a business. And it's like- Oh, yeah. Timing. Yeah, timing. Dude. Boom. A, I watched that 100%. one. 100%. I, I, yeah. just, I, so I did a thing, a talk called, uh, it's called EWL, Event People Who Lunch. And people ask you a bunch of questions. And I literally just quoted everything yeah. from that TED Talk. <laughs> yeah. And they're I like, know. that's amazing. <laughs> wow. I was like, yep. Yeah. Timing. Number one, look at Airbnb. Yeah. Look at Uber. Right. It wasn't for the, they were said no to, but then of course people were broke. Two thousand and eight, do anything. I'll rent out my room. I, I keep that. telling everybody yeah. that's what's going on right now with uh, yeah. the the company Orange Theory that I'm involved with. They they uh, they ride the wave. They came in so as trainers. You know, it was when we first started. It was it was big. It was booming. Dot com era was going on. Everybody had lots of money. You could pay a trainer one hundred and fifty plus dollars an hour. Everybody wanted one. It was the hip thing to do. And then all of a sudden, uh, we had the crash, right? And we come down, mm-hmm. and now everyone's tightening up. So it's still the cool, hip thing to do. And now it's become something where not everybody can afford to do it anymore. So all of a sudden, this like group training evolves, and group training comes around and starts evolving. And now boot camps are huge, mm-hmm. and all of us have done boot camps and done stuff like that. And that's that's where the market's kind of gone. Well, then now you have this company comes out, Orange Theory who is taking the group training model and then they've paired it with technology mm-hmm. and that's that's cutting edge now and it's yeah. coming out and then they they make it just I mean literally I stopped all my boot camps in the bay area when I saw it because they were charging $100 less, offering 50 more classes a week than I was capable of doing with state-of-the-art equipment. More organized. Yeah. yeah. Everything wow. is yeah. in front. Yeah. Uh, it's, just, it's just the way that, like, 
people see themselves like now they see them in relation to people around them like because of technology and this has been the real disruptor mm. in my opinion uh because i see that even going from here on into the future it's it's really about what you know you can get out of this what what kind of metrics i'm creating what 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 are the things that i'm going to gravitate towards that are going to show progress because people want to know you know tangibly what is happening and how i can improve and so technology is there as a, a way to, to provide this. And mm -hmm. so this is what we all have to kind of keep thinking about as we move forward in this industry, because it's, it's going to become the thing that will really drive this industry, you know, in a well, whole new Well, think new about level. it this way. We all started brick and mortar, okay? Brick <clears> and mortar, <throat> physical business, even Orange Theory's physical business. But let's say you want to start an Orange Theory. You've got to have half a million dollars if you want to open one up or whatever, yeah. whatever the cost is. It's it's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's right? half a million. Oh, yeah, okay, well, half so half a million. million. Yeah, you want to start, uh, you want to get uh, sell a fitness program online, um, look at the potential and look at the cost, right? I could spend half a million dollars on, on an Orange Theory and I could get, what, 300 members, 1,000 members if I'm freaking crushing, mm -hmm. maybe 2,000 if I'm the best in the world. I could sell a fitness program online for, you know, 50 bucks and if I sell 20,000 of them, nobody knows who I am. Mm -hmm. I can walk around the streets. I'm not famous, I'm, but I just made like 2 million bucks. Whatever the math, I'm making millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Selling, and it's an evergreen product. And it, right. That's it. Right. You sell it. It costs you nothing. In the past, you'd have to send people DVDs. Mm -hmm. Now you give just give people access. Well, and you see people now on social media and fitness who get these followers and they figure out how to monetize. You still got to be smart. You can't be mm -hmm. an idiot. <laughs> but you, but but I think the future of fitness yeah. really is in terms of the business. It's opened, of fitness. It's opened us up to a lot larger <laughs> uh, group, you know, a lot lot larger amount of people that we can mm -hmm. really be exposed to, and it's uh, it, it's exciting because you know the people that really do get it, like, and you use it properly, like it, it really can accelerate your business if you you know tap into that. Right. So I see I see the the future of fitness really in terms of the business. It's all it's all this virtual online mm. stuff. I mean, it's massive. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. I mean, well, look at look creating at these, communities. Yeah, ab absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the, the what I mean. Let's be honest. When we when we've told we've been mm. real with our audience since day one of the the painting the ultimate picture for them and what we're doing here. We and, want platinum teeth. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> I got gold clocks already. Yeah. So you know, ultimate ultimately, uh, you know, we want to be able to uh, mentor, train, and show trainers how to do exactly what we've done. You know, is utilize these these step tools. one is to do it first yeah we mm -hmm. have to we have to do it first we got to be able to do it first before we yeah. can teach others yeah so yeah. And, you know and, and we have to do it right so that's we can't just throw i mean we could and that's we talk about this all the time on mind pump we could have just thrown i mean let's not to shit on the eskimo idea because i think it's a, it's a brilliant great one well yeah. it's actually it's, it's actually the ketogenic diet which has yeah. lots of science and history but i mean it, so. we we knew that that we could do that immediately right now was just drop just anything drop anything that it was catchy and that yep. was that was smart like that and it would sell like hotcakes but we knew that we had a, a bigger vision because we knew the direction mm -hmm. and we we know or we know the direction that fitness is going and it, it ultimately is okay you know these guys are you know top top dollar trainers in in the Salkin valley and stuff it's a, in how do we take that and provide that same kind of service or even possibly better yeah. but in a virtual sense for a fraction of the cost yeah. mm -hmm. you know and that's what this has always been about is is being able to give that to you know our listeners and provide them with that well, type sounds, of sounds very similar to you know your idea as far as like the events planning goes like mm. just providing a tool into in order to enhance their individual businesses and that's always been our mindset is to provide ways for people to you know create these opportunities they didn't have before 
and you know it's tedious it's really tedious to do what we're doing what you're doing uh in order to uh create this thing this 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 platform this machine that somebody can turn on and and, and you know really go forward with it so uh, I, I got i got a question for you mm. uh, but, you know um since we're on the topic you now have a podcast you yeah. got i think six episodes or eight episodes something like that up there right now yep we're so, uh, so you just days. you just started relatively like two weeks ago two weeks ago two episodes a week uh what made you start a podcast um, social lubrication. So like uh, someone said to me, what was your... Sounds naughty. Yeah, it, it was very naughty. Someone said to me, what was the number one way you got women when you were younger? And I said, I got them drunk. <laughs> and um, they were like, okay. And what's the number one way you've you managed to get business? And I was like, I made a lot of calls. Like it was that, it's mm-hmm. this numbers game, you know, right? Mm-hmm. The more numbers I can get in, much as I hate to admit that, that's all it is. And then it was speaking to the right people. And I was like, okay. I can't get through to certain people I really want to speak to, no matter what connection I use, whatever. But with the podcast, I can. Because people You're a are And they want to be on there. They want to be on it. They want the vanity aspect of being able to go, I was on that show. You should listen to it. And in fa- and, and I'm not, you know, I'm, these are all wonderful people. I'm very lucky to speak to every one of them. But I could, I could never get an hour with the head of Tinder to talk about client right. acquisition or talk about technology versus, you know, whatever, or, or talk to Google about why Combinator. Like never, never, they'd never, who am I? Why do I need an hour of their time? How much is an hour of time worth? But if I'm giving them an hour where they can talk about their own product or their own book coming out or the next big thing Google's working on or the next big thing Tinder's creating at the moment, which is all about like um, organ donation, then they'll give me 45 minutes to talk about me and my product. And they'll give me a chance to pitch and correct my pitch and 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 tell me different ways to sell that I've never thought of. Fantastic. So such that's a, what it such is. Such a clever idea. Thank very, you. very smart. It, podcasts are, are really slated to explode, actually, if you look at it, because now you're going to have cars. They're going to have all – they're going to connect instantly to it. That's yep. coming up soon. Uh, smartphones, obviously, the explosion of smartphones has made podcasts go through the roof. Absolutely. Um, and not to mention that – All TV, all everything's become streaming. Everything's digital. It's digital. all going to be streaming. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be It's not going to be like we used to, you know, like it used to be. But here's the thing. So, if, okay, so for you, who's the godfather for podcasting? Who has broken the barriers for you? Joe and, Rogan. And you see, that's, okay. that's our voice. Really. Yeah. 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 So jo- Joe Rogan, yeah. and I think John Lee Dumas. Right. Right. First person to do 2.5 million in a year in podcasting. First person to do the, the annual report showing where every single penny comes from and how he made his money. Got it. Downfall of John Lee Dumas, and I've been lucky enough to speak to John, is he's telling everyone, let me tell you the trick to this. The trick to this is you get someone with 80,000 followers and then they are going to promote the shit out of your podcast show. And that's it. And, and, but the more people that are doing that, the more people are going, hold on a second, why am I going to be on your show? Shit, I'll just start my own podcast. Mm. And, you know, I can hire someone. I can hire my producers based in Phoenix and my other producers based in Washington because and they've got so many shows they do that they've made a full-time job out of just being a producer for podcast shows. And I was like, that was never a job. Like, when when did that become a thing? No offense, Doug, it's an amazing job. And you're doing a great <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> like, I just couldn't believe that was a thing. And then I met another girl and all she does is, is create show notes for podcast shows. Like that's her full time job. She's just getting episodes, typing them out, highlighting wow, them, we linking are, them. We are amateurs. I know. Right? We don't have any of that shit. <laughs> you, and and, if you and we barely them, ever interview anybody, and we've never you. interviewed anybody with eighty. Have we had anybody with eighty thousand followers? No, it was before Johnny was there. You know, that's one of the things yeah, that Johnny, almost yeah. everybody who uh, that you know, shit. We we we're doing. We, we yeah, could be people, kicking ass. That's probably the, the number one thing I get when I, when I meet somebody else oh, yeah. who understands podcasting and social media and business, and they always trip out when they when they hear that we don't 
have lots of guests and then we've grown to where we are without that just organically because we don't we, that is the hustle the hustle is you just guest after guest as a guest and hoping that they, they all got 50 to 100,000 or plus followers and then you're just going to you're going to slowly pick those off um, where we're, we're most of ours have come from, you know, sharing. Yeah, we hand select our guests. So, oh, you know what you. I mean? Yeah. No, we, well, we do. We haven't brought, we, we do, haven't, though, we haven't yeah. brought anybody on our show that we don't personally know, whether, right. whether it's it be amazing. a relationship that we've built over, you know, that's true. You know, social media that or, may change, or, but you know, that's definitely what we've been doing. But that's an interesting thing. Cause I mean, like, so I'm lucky enough that I've had Lewis Howes like tweet me and, and, and that's given me like 10,000 people. So well, I'm like, shit, if Lewis nice. is going to stop doing what he does and mention you, then we're going to follow you. But after like a week or two, they're not following you anymore because they're thinking, shit, this idiot doesn't even talk to Lewis Howes all the time. It's like a one-off. <laughs> right. That's right. Oh, where gotcha. Whereas the great thing about your show is you don't go on because Johnny Sebastian whatever's on and then go, oh, well, there hasn't been anyone like him in ages because your show has always been, it's, so I met this guy, amazing guy. If ever you get a chance, his name's James Altucher. He's an amazing writer. He's got a podcast show. And he said the two things that make, for me, a great podcast, ABS, ABV, always be storytelling, always be vulnerable. And that's what you guys do. Oh, shit. You don't even realize, I don't think you realize huh. you're doing it, but you do. You you give yeah. up or something. You talk about, you know, when you were fasting and, and that you're fucking miserable and angry about it. Yeah. And and Sal's talking about his home life and Justin's talking about what it's like to like have the kids and not be able to order pizza because he's doing his fun. And yeah. you, be, you become part of your story. And we're like, I'm telling people about it. Like, like these are my homeboys. And I'm talking about them like, like I know you guys and you're in my next door. But it's because you're you're vulnerable on air and you're just storytelling. You're well, always giving You want to know the truth? It's hmm. actually, so part of it, part of it is we want to be open to our audience, we want to so they know the process, so be, that they know we're not bullshitting because we are an industry that's just full of bullshit. Yeah. But that's not the the big reason. The big reason is actually quite selfish, and I I'll, I'll recognize it, and you guys better admit it too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> us being on here and being totally open is one hundred percent therapy. Oh yeah, it is one hundred percent. I agree because you're looking at, and you're the same way. I can tell you're looking at a, a bunch of maniacs, and we're a little crazy, and we don't quite fit in yeah. you know with anybody it's and it, where we vent yeah <laughs> and it, it's hard to kind of get us and understand yeah. us and our families don't understand us and when i'm at a party i don't hang out with one group for too long i go from group to group because mm-hmm. i don't really fit in we're all the same we're all kind of a little weird so we get on here and we talk and it feels good <laughs> so it's, it's actually a selfish reason i yeah. swear to god i can't tell you how many times after we're done we take the headphones off and we go <sighs> man that felt good and then we leave we don't say shit Group to each hug. other we leave yeah. like we're guys. here for therapy and then we're out yeah. amazing you know yeah. so and i could tell you telling your stories 100 does the same thing i finish i finish like I, I got this episode coming up next week where and it's like the most personal episode and my producer's like you want to put this really up and i'm like yeah i could guess out of my head it's gone it's done and he's like you, you said some really deep shit in this episode, man. He's like, I was listening to it and I was like, I was trying to hug oh, my those wife be the best ones. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. And, the, and he's like, and the one where you, you're talking to Armani, it's like, it's kind of sexy. Are you coming on to her? And I was like, no, darling, I'm, I'm not coming on to her. <laughs> um, but, but I make a lot of sex jokes because she's in the sex industry. Um, and, and he's like, and it is, you're right, you, you do. I, I get it out. I get it off my freaking chest. And I can and I can tell this this. Again, when I talk about you guys, when you first started, you made a lot of jokes about my only listener was like my mother. Yeah. Like, Thanks, mom. And, and that's like, for me, it's like my, my dad, he doesn't even have a podcast. I found out yesterday. But I was like, <laughs> I'm only doing this so that my dad can hear my story and he knows what I'm doing. And, and it is, you're just getting it off to that one person that's listening. You know? Right. But how do you feel now knowing you've got so many listeners? Because the Facebook account makes you accountable. Yeah. You suddenly see people responding immediately to the last episode, How, oh, calling you out, oh, saying what do you oh, think? Oh, I love of it. This. I love it. Yeah, I love it. every second of you, it. Because totally you jump in us. every now and then. Yeah. You jump in on everything. Like someone literally yeah. goes, I had a cramp today at gym. Yeah. And you're like, what did you 
the creme for? How much water did you drink? What are you, what are you doing maps? What phase were you what's on? Could you explain? What's yeah. your backstory? And Justin will write in something like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> like, yeah, slow it down. Calm boy. down. Let's and all it's be unbelievable. Real. But yeah. it's, I, I don't know if I can handle that. I don't even read my own shit on Google or anything. Yeah. So how, you know, what's that like? Uh, I, I mean, we we love- It's like a compulsion. We lo- it is. It's, it's an addiction. We love uh, talking, communicating to people. And here's the other thing, uh, something that we also have in common. Um, is that we're extremely loyal, very, mm. very loyal. So right yeah. away when we, we met- We want to over-deliver, let's be honest. <clears throat> right, so right yeah. away when we met, um, we we could, we could understood that right away about, with each other because I have people that I, you know, like, okay, I'll, I'll tell you a story. When I first started my, my personal training business, um, I was 20, God, how old was I, 24, 25, and um, there was a, I, I had rented this gym area with equipment and there was a lady doing- uh, Stairmaster. And I walked up to her and I introduced myself and I asked her if she'd like a free session. You know, short, long story short, she hired me. My very first client. Okay. Amazing. Today, she's a personal trainer and she works in my gym. And that's because I was always, I always felt like, you know what? You believed in me. You were the first one to hire me. I'm going to make sure that you get taken care of. Mm. She got to the point she couldn't afford training, so I created a class for her. She couldn't afford mm-hmm. that anymore. Mm-hmm. I, le- I let her pay a gym membership. Then she couldn't afford that anymore, and then she became a personal trainer. So it's just these these people that believe in us, listen to us mm. from zero to now. Um, all of us are the same way. We want to go way out of our way to help Absolutely. people. Because mm-hmm. we'll get messages from people, um, very personal ones and um, and you see, we'll send it to each other. Like, okay, how can we help this person? What can we do? Well, and it's it's you know, it's a lonely world, right? <coughs> that we're living in, being entrepreneurs. And I feel like when when somebody gives you that that confidence that that they believe in you, you know, and and when nobody else is really like buying into what you're talking about, you know, what you're going through, all that kind of stuff, you know, that's that's something powerful that you remember. You Always, know, and so you, mm-hmm. you just want to treat them right. So. Always. Well, and, and I think that I, you know, because you you make a point of like it's it is amazing, and it amazes me that Sal does that, and it's kind of neat. Like uh, you know, all four of us, it's just this unsaid thing, but everybody kind of knows their role and knows what they they got to take care of mm-hmm. and, and work on and what their strengths are. No, and and, for, the, and the other people don't care. It's yeah, not an ego the, thing. The, the, the and that's what's crazy. The crazy part is, yeah, you know, my, my entire life, if you, you meet another really strong personality, you know, a lot of times you start to rub each other a little bit the wrong way, and you could even have a lot of love for each other, but you both have your own direction. Uh, you know, all of us just find that it's it's really kind of neat. How and, you know, and I, and I tell Sal all the time, like I said, man, thank God you you own that forum, dude. I, I just I can't get on there enough. I know I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm working on this. And he's like, no, I got it. Don't worry. I've got it. You know, and so he really owns that and does that. And, you know, there's a lot of things I feel like because Justin's not as vocal as Sal and I that he does that a lot of people don't even know about. And there's a lot of shit that's coming that this guy's been doing it behind yeah. the scenes. Oh, let's, let's be honest. If it wasn't for for Doug and for Justin, yeah, we'd be <laughs> we'd be wearing one headphone. There'd be no electricity. And I don't know, it'd be yeah, with me and Adam. For, I'd no, be cleaning for, up puke. Well, that, and that's that's and I don't know <laughs> exactly. if you've heard the episode where we talked about that. The dynamic between the yeah. four two is, you know, Justin and I had business particular before and the two of them had yeah. so and they they're they're we're all kind of like each other in, in such different ways it's really yeah. it's pretty yeah. trippy you know and that's uh, a crazy episode as well because when you talk about it like sales talking about how it's almost like this bromance with you but at the same time he's talking about well it started with justin yeah and then you start with justin going well actually justin and i used to work together and and the whole time you're listening you're thinking 
but surely there must be a little bit of competition. Like one of you were the, the first girlfriend. Right. <laughs> no. One of you's the side. We, we both started as couples. And <laughs> like now it's getting weird. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, we've all kind of banged. Every once in a while a threesome works. Yeah. Oh yes. That's a real true. threesome. Yeah. Not nobody gets jealous. <laughs> Everybody's we, happy. We had that Two weekend in Reno. Yeah. It got weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then you need someone to film the whole thing because yeah. you don't remember shit the next day from all the drugs. And that's where Doug That's where Doug comes in and he films For the first time in my first time in my life ever have I ever felt like a that a, a business I've either been a part of or started or ran um, or had partnerships with first time in my life I've ever felt like, and I've told these guys this before we're like, there's, let's say there's a day and I'm just, I'm fucking beat. I've been burning the candle at both ends for seven days. I come, I come and we're supposed to be working on something or, or doing something and I need to be there mentally. And I'm just not there. I, for the first time in my life, I feel like I could actually just sit back and then just watch the two of them. Mm-hmm. And listen to listen to them go back and forth and 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 create something and it's like this is so great that I don't always feel like I got to be leading this and telling these people what to do all the time or debating everything. It's like it's so refreshing to know that your your partners that you're, you're working with are are only going to do something as good of quality or better than what you would have created yourself. And that's the first time I've ever I've yeah. ever felt that way for sure. Passion driven. Yeah. Uh, mm. You seem to be that way uh, a 100%. bit. Although you're a pure, you're more of a pure entrepreneur. Mm. Uh, a pure entrepreneur look, has a passion for the entrepreneur side of it. And they create a business and then they sell it. Versus someone who has a passion for the business right. and they stick into it and stick to it and stick to it and stick to it. Motivations. The, there's a film called Two for the Money. Matthew McConaughey, Al Pacino, true story about this guy that was really good at guessing the odds in football, baseball, and cards. And in the, in the film, and it's the only way to describe the way I am, and it's, it's, it's not a good thing, is <laughs> Al Pacino takes Matthew McConaughey to a Gambler's Anonymous meeting in New York. And he's in the room and this guy gets up and he does the whole thing about, you know, it wasn't for this program, two years, I haven't gambled, I haven't done a thing. And I, you know, I thank the program, I thank the 12 steps and I thank the universe and he sits down. And Al Pacino gets up, you know how Al is, he's like, oh, oh, he's like, hey. He's like, um, I got to tell you guys, uh, that moment where you put all your chips on the table and the croupier takes them away and your asshole's the size of a fucking dot. <laughs> and you look up at God and you say, is that all you got? Is that it? That's it? Because I'm not dead and I'll come back and I'll do it again. He's like, that's what makes a fucking gambler. And that sadly is what I am. Like, <laughs> I, well, you, I feel you, most alive when I'm suffering, when you, I've yeah. lost it all. You just gave you me a massive, I, I just got yeah. a massive yeah. erection from, <laughs> that, from that speech. Was it that yeah. or the dot asshole part? <laughs> that's the part, the only oh, part that's, that that's gave that's me the erection. Gotcha. Um, but that, that, that's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, and and no, I've, three times I have hit the the number, the magic number that I thought was like, if I can hit that, if I can do six figures, if I can do seven, but then I've given it away. I've literally gone. I mean, I, I went to Dubai for the Formula One and for seven months, I just did bad stuff. <laughs> I, I stayed in the tallest residential building oh, in the world boy. with like clouds underneath me, like Mount Olympus, bringing <laughs> home Greek goddesses and like and like going to the Formula One and going backstage and messing out with 50 Cent and, and doing shit with Ciara and LFMO and just getting mad and then going, okay, well, I'm, I'm broke again. So I guess that's again. <laughs> that's that was awesome. Okay. That was awesome. Let's like it's over. never going to happen again. Yeah. But that, that, that feeling you get from accomplishing shit, from like, you know, and Arnold Schwarzenegger talks about it, like coming to America with a tog bag and starting something. Then, and the fact that when they had the construction companies, Lou, he was a millionaire. Like he Already. didn't have to work it ever right, again, right? right? And then, but he didn't. He stopped and went, I need a new challenge. Something else that makes you feel. And I, as a kid, I was, as I said, I was kidnapped. I was shot. I was beaten. I, I grew up with a really bad situation and I survived it. And I felt amazing for surviving it. And I kept looking for things. Like if to I To create can, that feeling. To create that feeling, to relive that freaking feeling. 
You're growth hungry. Yeah, I am. And, and, and so this is hopefully, knock on wood, is the first company where I will, I won't sell it the first time someone gives me a massive offer for it. Like I started a company called Eco Disco and I, a multi-millionaire came and he was like, I just like the name. And it was just basically silent disco. You know, you put the headphones on, you choose it, whatever different light is a different color. So one person's got red, they're listening to rock. One person's got techno, it's pink. One person's listening to 50 shades of gray and it's like blue and it flashes. And like you see everyone on the dance floor and like one person touching their nipple in the corner. What the? <laughs> and it worked, like it went, all the headphones were biodegradable and, did it, and I sold it, but for the first offer that I got. And I, you know, and I was like, oh, it was amazing. And my friends were like, you could have made that bigger. You could have licensed that. You could have taken a global. You, you could have done so many things with it. And I was like, oh yeah, but yeah. I, but I get to start again now. So this time, I'm, I just want to take it all the way all through the way. and let it go without me. Say no. Say no to people. 100%. And, and not, you know, someone is saying, what's the difference between a freelancer and an entrepreneur? And they were like, well, an entrepreneur builds something, but they don't have to be in the room for it to work. Thomas Edison's dead, but we're still enjoying his power. Like he built something that will go on after he passed. Steve mm -hmm. Jobs, we're still using Apple products. So you feel like this is your legacy product? This is my legacy. That's and whether great. that whether that's the the books I'm writing or whether that is the venue me piece or it's the guest's podcast or it's the fact that I've started, you know, I've trained all these venues that are doing really well at the moment worldwide. It's 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 that it's just for once, I don't want to go, shit, cash me in, you know, take it all. I'll, I'm gonna go back and, and get more chips and come back a bit. I'm I'm gonna try and win as big as I can. And then watch it keep going without me being in the room. Fantastic. Like, yeah. That's Fantastic. That's exciting. What, what, what do you, what about towards the end of your life? Would you, what would you do with that? Or would you want to, you want to just retire or I don't see you retire. I, I mean, I'm can't. listening to you talk. I'm like, this fucker's gonna be never fighting sharks. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to, <laughs> I ordered one of these beers today um, for you, breakfast. Is there, is there like weird. something in your, in your mind that you're thinking, there's a thing. So I was ordering these two this beer today, and it's called Dos X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's it called? Yeah, Dos X. Dos X. You're, you're totally that guy. So that's yeah. it. So everyone was like, the so, so they're like, guy. oh, have you heard about the Dos X guy? And I was yeah. like, no. What, is that, what does that mean? And they were like, so this is this guy, and he's supposed to be like the most interesting man in the world. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to like be, want to be on an island, on a boat with people coming on, and we're playing backgammon and smoking cigars and drinking cognac. And someone says, hey, I got this idea for like feeding the hungry in Ethiopia, and we get to hang out with girls without their shirts on. I'm gonna go. I'll try that. <laughs> like, let's do this. Can the can the boat yeah. driver go down there? Captain, can we can we go down to Ethiopia? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's like all priority. Turn the ship. Actually, that's that's like perfect balance right there. <laughs> I was saying, don't ever meet Dan Bill. Meeting children. Yeah. yeah. On my list. Okay. So I've worked it out. I've reversed. Don't do that. You guys will yeah. if you guys meet each other, you're gonna explode. You'll create a singularity so the in the thing. universe. <laughs> Dan Bilzerian is friends with Steve Aoki. Steve Aoki is yeah, friends right. with Dan Fleischman. Dan Fleischman is friends with my wife. Oh, <laughs> oh, steps away. Five, la uh, five layers. So I've started small. Started dropping gotcha. little letters to Dan. Congratulations on you, Wills. I saw Justin Bieber took one. Congratulations on you, Scooter. I saw it was in Times Magazine. Congratulations on the biggest pizza party ever thrown in LA. Where you did da da da. Eventually, he writes back. Boom. Boom. He's like, hey, Jay, if ever you're in uh, in LA, let me know. And I'm like, oh, what are the chances? I'm going to be at Shadow Moment on, on Saturday and, be, you know, maybe we can pop down. And he's like, yeah, I'm there for this, with Steve and, this, and Dan. Do you know who Dan Bilzerian? I've like, never heard of Dan Bilzerian. Yeah, right. Tell, <laughs> tell me about him. Maybe you bring him down. He's really like, like play we, we, your English yeah, card totally. like real heavy. Yeah. In England, we don't, we didn't watch we that. We don't have that. Thing. No, that's, that sounds oh. indecent. We drink tea and that's it. Um, yeah. So like, I'll share some cucumber sandwiches with you and Dan. <laughs> um, so boom, man. Five steps away. That formula, man. So I, I love it. I own a thing. So Dan Fleischman famously made his first 7 million and became the youngest man ever on the stock market by owning a word. He owned Who's Your Daddy? Wow. Right? <laughs> Licensed great. it. Energy drinks, t-shirts, cartoons, comic books, Duke Nukem, went ballistic. Made all that money, put it onto online poker. 
became one of the big online poker guys, made a fortune off that until they banned it or made it illegal in the US. And he had to give back a whole bunch of money and he had to start something else. Anyway, I own World Series Strip Poker. Oh. And I'm like, how cool would that be? Let's Dan Bilzerian, he's into poker, right? Yes, yes, Dan's yes. into poker. I like a bit of poker. World Series Strip Poker. Poker in the front, liquor in mind the back. Mind Pump will sponsor. Oh, God. Yes, Mind yes. Pump will sponsor. We will definitely sponsor. You're full of brilliant ideas. Thank yeah. you. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah. But yeah. That was Damn. brilliant. Yeah, no, it is. So That's I, almost as good as the mayonnaise with the, 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 the <laughs> Tabasco. With the Tabasco. Perry Nays. Perry Nays. Perry Nays. That's Ooh. brilliant. Thank you very That's much. Brilliant. I wish I had kept that instead of selling wow. it like an idiot. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, you are definitely incredibly interesting, my friend. Thank you very yeah. much. We could probably go on for we're gonna hours. Have to, we're going to have to do this again is what we're going to do. It's awesome having you on, my friend. Thank you. So you want to plug your Again, yeah, so, so it's the, the Guestless podcast on iTunes. It's twice a week, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it's it's the story of me starting a tech startup and talking to some credible people who are either in events or people who are events. Cool. Give, and then give for, your Twitter handle, give us all your social media handles for people where they can find you too. So in my day, it was word of mouth. And today it's word of mouse. Look me up at, at Penthouse Lord or just jasonallenscott.com. Awesome. And for the forum members, he is a... He is a mind pump yes. OG. He I is, am a mind doing pump the maps. OG. He's on yes. the forum. He's following the program. So 100%. you forum members know who he is. So yeah. awesome. Thanks for coming on. Uh, those of you listening, please don't forget to subscribe to Mind Pump and leave us a five-star rating and review. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>